We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone, and is it just me, or is everyone kind of feeling like this? Um, I saw Claudia Saluski post a video. What was the title of that video? Let me look that up. Claudia, Jamie, fact check. Let's see. Um, she posted a video when I was like in a funk and I was like, oh, I feel very seen. Oh, it's called. So are we all in a funk or, and I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I'm not alone. And when I was thinking of what to record for today, I couldn't really think of much and I wasn't feeling like very inspired to talk about like reinventing your life and like being your best self. Because I've just been in a little bit of a funk, but not like a sad, depressive funk, just like a I'm taking it easy kind of funk. And I don't feel like the hustle bustle these days. I don't feel like, I don't feel burnt out. That's important to say. I definitely don't feel burnt out. I definitely have like passion in the work that I do and I'm excited about what I'm doing. But I just don't feel like the need to get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and I don't feel like 
I need to be pulling 12 hour workdays. I'm just like, I'm good, you know? And I'm just like not where I was, where I feel like the world was in 2019. And I often think about like, where would we all be if the pandemic didn't happen? You know what I mean? Like what would be going on in our life, in the world of business and everything, like everything, like what would have been happening? I don't know. It's weird to think about, but in a way I'm like almost glad that the world slowed down for a bit because I can't even imagine a fast paced world right now because I feel like I've just gotten so used to this like chillaxed way of life that anything that pushes the boundaries of that relaxed way of life is overwhelming to me. And I think that's where when I retreat into a funk mentality. So it's not a depressive funk. It's not a sad funk. It's not a burnt out funk. It's just me living a little more chillaxed than I normally do. And I don't think I hate it either. Like I'm embracing it. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. We'll get into this whole funk and how I just kind of work through it slash how you can get out of it if you want to. Um, But we'll get into that in a little bit. I have a couple of things to update you guys on first and foremost. First and foremost, I finished November 9th by Colleen Hoover. Is it November 9th or 9th? Either way, I finished the book. Um, I don't want to say take back what I said, but I ended up enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. I wasn't going to finish it because I was like, this is honestly just a very weird book to me. It seems very like it was just weird to read, to be honest, like just hearing these like teenagers talk about panties and it was very weird to me and I just was so not about it. Especially once you've read 28 Summers by Aline Hildebrand. This was just like the teenage corny version of it. And then once there was a little bit of a plot twist, I was like, oh, I'm I'm a little invested. So I did end up finishing it and I did enjoy it. But normally when I finish a book, I want to like call a friend and tell them about it. And I didn't really want to do that with this book. So would I recommend it? I don't know. I don't know if I would, to be honest. Um, it ended up being pretty good. I did like the plot twist in it. Um, it's kind of hard to read. I think that there are a couple triggers in there, so it might be difficult to read for some people. Be weary of that. But overall, it was fine. I'd give it like a four out of 10, (laughs) which I guess sounds horrible, which equates to what? A two out of five. Yep. That would be that math. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. That's really all I got to say about it. Um, but now I downloaded the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which I hear incredible things about and everyone is completely enthralled in that book. And I'm excited. I started it last night. Um, I'm on chapter four, so I have a long way ahead of me, but so far, I like it. Uh, so far, I'm getting very much so like Devil Wears Prada, Miranda. What's her name? Miranda Keesley? Miranda Priestley. Miranda Priestley. I'm getting Miranda Priestley vibes so far from Evelyn Hugo. And I really enjoy that because I'm a big fan of Devil Wears Prada and Miranda Priestley. I think they both rock. And in my mind, Miranda Priestley is a real person, even though it's based on Anna Wintour. And 
I saw on my friend Ryan's um, Instagram that either a book or a documentary is coming out about Anna Wintour. And I definitely want to either read it or watch it, whichever one it is. That would be super interesting to me. She is an anomaly to me. She is so fascinating. Crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, so far I'm liking the book and I'll keep you guys updated uh, the more I read. Literally on last week's episode, first of all, I got a lot of love on it. So I want to say thank you for that. It's very kind to hear so many of you guys um, embrace an episode like that. It means the world to me. And also in that episode, I talked about how I deleted TikTok. Well, I literally re-downloaded it that night, which was very one-off for me. Um, me having a TikTok, it was, I mean, I like didn't have it for three or four months and I was like totally good without it, didn't miss it at all. And then I was talking with Katie Brennan on Thursday night. And she was like, dude, I wish you had TikTok so you could listen to the audio. Like you love the audios right now. They're so funny. And she's right. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So I downloaded it. And uh, yeah, um, it's horrible. (laughs) I hate being on TikTok. One, I get super addicted to it. So I just watch it and I waste my days on it. And two... Like the comments of TikTok are just not it. Like sometimes the comments are funnier than the videos, but when the comments are just like so, like comments will rip people apart. And I'm just like, geez, like this is just so it's crazy here. So I don't know. I'm just not the biggest fan of TikTok, to be honest. I do like some of the stuff that I see on there. Um, and I'll probably delete TikTok. Maybe I'll delete it right now while I'm recording this episode. It's just, it's not it. It's not my, it's not my preferred app anymore. It was, I think it could be cool, but it's just not my preferred app. Um, but yesterday, actually, I was sitting on the couch on TikTok and I saw a conspiracy theory of who is actually Khloe Kardashian's dad, which, you know, this has been a conspiracy theory for a very long time now. And I'm with I'm with the popular opinion that it can't be Robert Kardashian. Like, there's just no it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, come on. Come on. It just doesn't make any sense. So I'm with the popular opinion in that one. However, I have a viewpoint of who her dad is that has never been spoken about on the internet, but it's with like one of the main prospects of who everyone thinks her dad is. But it's not like the the evidence I have has never been talked about, or at least I've never seen it talked about. And trust me, I go down a rabbit hole of this stuff because I'm like low-key obsessed and I don't know why. Well, anyway, yesterday I filmed a TikTok about it of what my conspiracy theory is, but I'm afraid to ever post it because I feel like the Kardashians will just sue anyone and I definitely don't want to be sued. And what if I'm right, you know? What if I'm right? Then what? Like nothing. Anyway, so I'll probably never post it. But if you guys just look hard enough, literally all the clues are hidden in plain sight. It's completely in plain sight. It's all over Instagram. I mean, it's in plain sight and I've never seen anyone talk about it, which is why I kind of feel like I'm on to something here. Maybe one day I'll talk about it on the podcast, like my conspiracy theory of who Khloe Kardashian's dad is. Like I said, it's I feel like there's two main prospects in my mind. Okay, I'll say the two prospects. OJ Simpson 
Gupta and the hairdresser. I forget his name, but everyone talks about the hairdresser. Both make perfect sense in my mind. Um, I tend to favor the O.J. Simpson Simpson theory. Um, however, that's where my evidence is to is towards the O.J. Simpson theory. Anyway, I don't really want to get into it too much because I don't want anyone coming for me. So um, I'm just going to leave it at that. But I do have that shared, saved in my drafts. I did screen record it. So um, even if I delete TikTok, it won't be the worst thing ever. Like I'll still have it. Ah, should I delete TikTok? I probably should. Another correlation I realized when I downloaded TikTok is promptly the next night I went to go get a Diet Coke. There's something about me and going on TikTok and me wanting to drink a Diet Coke. I don't know what it is, but I was in a really big Arnold Palmer phase like for the past two months, I'd say. And then I downloaded TikTok and now all of a sudden I'm back on Diet Coke. So I don't know if that says something about me or what, but okay, we're going to do it right now. We are going to delete TikTok. Let's do this, y'all. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, we are going to delete, 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 just the app off my phone. Let's do this together. Remove app, delete, delete. Okay, it's done. Thank God I don't need TikTok in my life. Bye. I already feel so much better. I already feel so much more cleansed. All right, so that was pretty much all the updates that I had for you guys. I finished Colleen Hoover. I redownloaded TikTok. I need to delete TikTok. I have a conspiracy theory of who Khloe Kardashian's dad is, and I probably won't ever talk about it, but it is in plain sight, and I drank a lot of Diet Coke this week. All right. Sounds pretty good. I think we're all caught up. Let's get into today's episode. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so 
hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with Asana. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So like I said, I'm in a funk, but this is not a burnout funk, a depressive funk, a sad funk. It's truly just I'm chillaxing. It's very easy to get caught up in a funk and just lay down all day, feel very tired all day, watch a lot of Vanderpump Rules all day. Um, It's just easy to kind of slip out of habits, especially when you're working from home. If you're going into an office, I think it's a lot easier to actually, you know, get out of the house, put distance between yourself, get kind of caught up in your work. That definitely has a different spin on it. I'm talking about it from the perspective of essentially working from home because that's what I do pretty much all day, every day is I'm, I'm home most of the day. So working from home And I just feel like a lot of people right now are even in a funk. Like I just keep seeing it or I did see it on TikTok and Instagram. And even just like my friends are just saying like, I'm in a little bit of a funk right now, like that they themselves. And I think a lot of it has to do with the time that we're in right now, because we are entering daylight savings, which if you partake in daylight savings, that was yesterday. So At least the mornings are brighter now. However, it gets dark at literally like 4.45 p.m., which is super sad. And if you go to an office early, you're in the office from like 7 to 5, and you literally don't see the sun all day. Like that is super depressing. 
So I totally get that. I think the nights being longer, days being shorter is a rather big catalyst for people to get into a funk. Seasonal depression is such a thing. Um, It's so funny because I was talking to one of my employees the other day about how an idea that I want to do for spin is where I literally just play sad songs in the spin room with the lights off and we just sit and like (laughs) cry. Um, It just feels good to do that sometimes, like really sad songs. And um, she was like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. You should call it seasonal depression spin. (laughs) I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, but I am trying to make light of a situation. But anyway, I just think it happens to a lot of people around this time where the days are shorter, the nights are longer, and it's cold. Like it's easy to just kind of get in a little bit of a funk right here, start to feel a little more tired than normal, a little less motivated than normal. I don't think we're alone here when I say this. I think a lot of people go through this. So that also helps just to know that, you know, there's power in numbers. Yeah. And that you're not necessarily alone. So I just, I think that's like the biggest reason. Also coming off of like summer and I always say this, but like living at the beach, it's such a weird adjustment to go from living like a dream reality world every single day to now coming home and like living in the cold. It's such a culture shock that it's, it's just like a funk um, that it's just like an adjustment back to life. That's like a, a tricky adjustment. So this is what I like to do whenever I'm in sort of a chillaxed funk of my life. And I just want to feel like my days have purpose to them because it's like I said in the beginning, it's not like I'm not getting things done. It's not like I'm not working or I'm not working out or I'm sad. I'm depressed. It's none of that. It's just like you just want your days to feel like they have purpose behind them and intention. And like you're waking up with something to do every day that's going to fulfill you, make you feel good and bring actual value to your life. And I think whenever I'm in a funk, I'm missing something of that. So this is what I do to kind of just put value back in my day and make the most out of every day, even when you feel like not every day needs to be made the most out of. Does that make sense? All right. First thing is I like to embrace it. Meaning if the days are getting shorter and the nights are getting longer, I'm going to embrace that by doing this. I'm going to have a Yule log burning on my TV screen, which it is right now, even though it says video paused, continue watching. Yes, I want to continue watching, please. Um, So I'm going to embrace it by having a Yule log going on my TV screen. I'm going to light holiday candles because holiday... I think the holidays rock. I love the holidays. I know a lot of people get stressed out during the holidays. I also have my moments where I'm like, oh my God, this is actually insane. I'm going to rip my hair out. But I really do enjoy the holidays. My mom's always like joked with me that I'm like a Christmas elf at heart. I really do love the holidays. And hey, if putting on the Michael Buble or Justin Bieber Christmas album on November 4th makes me feel better about the days being shorter, God damn it, I'm going to do it. 
and it makes me feel happy. So kind of embrace this time as to where it's a little bit colder and it's a little bit darker by bringing out the good parts of days like this, putting on holiday music, lighting holiday candles. I mean, maybe I'll even put my tree up. Starbucks just put out their holiday drinks. Go get yourself a coffee. Um, Watch a movie. Eat soup. Dude, soup is the best. It's the best. I'm going to have soup tonight for dinner. I'm going to do soup and grilled cheese tonight. Soup is the best. Like start eating some festive holiday foods. Snuggle up on the couch. Wear a big oversized sweatshirt and sweatpants and fuzzy socks. Put on a warm, um, or not a warm, but put on like a face mask. I don't know why, but I feel like espresso martinis in the winter hit so different than in the summer. Make yourself a nice espresso martini. Have a glass of or a cup of tea. Like you can really embrace the outside elements to work to your advantage and to where it feels like an amazing blessing and something to look forward to and to really embrace rather than fight it. Sometimes if you just surrender to a feeling, you're able to feel an emotion, recognize it, work through it, and move on rather than suppress it, suppress it, suppress it, try to get around it when really all you need to do is embrace it and surrender to an emotion. So if you're feeling in a funk, Try and find the best out of the situation and also learn to embrace the feeling, recognize it, acknowledge it, work through it, and move on. So you're going to embrace it, you're going to surrender to it, and you're going to make the most out of it. Something else that I've been doing a lot more lately is sleeping in. Very unlike me, I feel like to sleep in, but I've been doing it, so... On Wednesday, I had I taught 7 a.m. spin with one of my instructors, Kelly. So I woke up at 5.30 for that so that I could do a little you know, morning routine, get to the studio around 6.30, blah, blah, blah. When I woke up at 5.30, I was like, oh my God, I have not woken up this early in so long. It's actually unreal. Like, I've been sleeping in so much more and I haven't even really realized it. These days, I will wake up between 7.30 and 8 a.m. And it's been amazing because I get to enjoy my nights because I don't feel like I have to rush into bed because I'm waking up early. And I get to wake up feeling incredibly well rested. And I'm I feel like I'm ahead of my work because Because I'm so well rested, I get to finish all of my tasks for the day without feeling lethargic or like I need to take a nap or drag down because I've been sleeping a lot more. So I'm getting more things done. So I'm able to sleep in a little bit. So all in all, it's been a win-win to sleep in a little bit more. And Sleep is, I mean, everyone knows that sleep is like literally one of the most essential parts of health and being a healthy person and in a healthy routine. Like, we need sleep. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So by prioritizing my sleep and getting enough sleep, I find that I've just been able to kind of think more clearly and overcome any funky thoughts or emotions that may come over me. So definitely try to sleep more. I think it's going to help you a lot more than you think. The next thing I like to do is set up small wins for myself. And I like to do this first thing in the morning so that I feel like I'm winning my day. When you win the morning, you win the day. So an example of small wins. This doesn't have to be anything crazy big, but a small win is a win. So for example, when I wake up, I like to go into the bathroom and do skincare. For me, that means I'm going to put on vitamin C serum and my Clinique Moisture Surge Intense Moisturizer. That moisturizer makes my skin look like it took a giant gulp of water and I love how it looks on me. So as soon as I put that on, I'm like ready to take on the day. It's something about that moisturizer. It's literally the best ever. And that to me, doing my skincare in the bathroom every morning, first thing I do when I wake up is a small win. Another example of what I like to do every single morning is make my bed. If I walk out of my bedroom and my bed is not made, my entire day is off. And I'm not kidding. I need to make my bed first thing in the morning before I walk out of my bedroom. If my bed stays a mess, my mind is a mess. And it just, it looks like I didn't end my night. I need to end my night and start my day with a made bed. It takes literally a minute, most of the time less. And it just looks so great. It's amazing to get into a bed that's made at the end of the day. It feels fresh. It feels like it was made for me. And it's a small win that creates a big success in my day. And I love the feeling of that. Another small win is creating a small morning routine that you can do every single day. One of my friends... Natalie just posted her morning routine on her Instagram. Her Instagram is at, let me pull it up for you guys. 
It's naturally being Nat. And I think she has one of the best Instagrams ever on Instagram. Her account absolutely rocks. But she posted her morning routine the other day. And it was the perfect morning routine because it was not incredibly daunting. It wasn't unmanageable. And it was something that you could do every single day. When she posted this, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this entire routine for the whole week and see how I feel. It is such a small morning routine, but it is so impactful and it is such a great routine that I want to share it with you guys. Again, please go follow Nat. It's naturally being Nat. She has a great page. Her routine that she posted was first thing, wake up and step outside. So for me, I'm so lucky I have a balcony. So just stepping outside and just feeling the fresh air. Now today, for example, it's literally freezing. I don't know why all of a sudden November hits and the temperature wants to drop 30 degrees. Okay, walk outside, literally 17 degrees today, absolutely bone chilling cold, but it just made me feel really, really good. Um, I felt very, it's just like an instant reset to get wind on your face and to just feel and smell the fresh air, just to be one with nature, dare I say. I say as I look into my courtyard, like I barely have a sense of like nature here, but it just feels really nice to step outside on your balcony. Um, Then either on your balcony or back inside, I love doing the five-minute journal. You can order it on Amazon. I think you can get it anywhere like Barnes and Noble, Target, they all might have it, but it's just this little journal and it's just three things you're grateful for, one affirmation, and I think like three things that you're looking forward to that day, something like that. And it it literally takes less than five minutes to do every morning and every night. And it's just such a great way to start your morning off with gratitude and just give your morning a sense of purpose. Um, After journaling or planning out your day, you can make yourself a cup of tea, a cup of coffee. Normally, I'm not ready for a beverage quite yet, so I will chug some water, um, and that really, really wakes me up. And then Nat, after this step, likes to go for some sort of movement, whether it's a walk or it's a workout. I agree that right here, this has been something that's been awesome for me, but actually, instead of working out, I've been replacing this with cleaning first thing in the day. When I clean in the early morning, oh my God, my entire day rocks because I'm, I'm just, I'm cleaning and it's so therapeutic to me to clean, which is very new. I was not like this in my condo, but since moving, I've been obsessed with keeping my apartment clean and smelling good and dirt free, dust free. Like I'm very passionate about cleaning this place, which I'm shocked about to be honest but I really, really like it. So when I clean first thing in the morning, it totally starts my day on the best foot possible. Whether it's unloading the dishwasher or putting the air fryer away from the night before or putting laundry away or even just spraying granite spray and cleaning my countertops, maybe I'll vacuum the apartment or I'll dust the apartment. Maybe I will Windex all of the mirrored surfaces in my home. It's just something to start my day that is super small, but leaves such a positive impact on the rest of my day. 
Um, and then after I've cleaned, I will plan my day and get on with it. Um, and that is how I do very small things to win the day, to set me up for a day of purpose and intention and meaning behind it. So small wins is so important. And I think small wins can be amplified by a small, manageable morning routine, like the one that I just said that Nat put out on her Instagram. Going outside on your balcony, planning your day slash gratitude, and movement. Um, it's awesome. Movement doesn't have to mean exercise. Like, like I said, in my case, it meant cleaning. But I just think those little wins are awesome. And then in addition, like cleaning the bed, doing skincare, drinking water. Um, if you want to read five pages of a book, any sort of small win will really start a domino effect for a productive, happy, and purposeful day. And the last tip that I have for you guys is to avoid the couch, okay? Now, in many vlogs, I've said I'm such a couch person, and I am. I'm literally recording this on my couch. I'm talking about work and specifically working from home. Now, don't get me wrong. I do work on my couch all the time, but I also find that it's so easy for me to just be like, oh, okay, like I think I'm done. I'm going to put on Vanderpump rules and call it a day. And it's so easy to then just like put up a different browser on your laptop and put on Hulu and just be like, ah, I think I'm like done for the day. It's so easy. It's so easy. But by avoiding the couch, you really do just get to kind of get in this flow of productivity, whether it's cleaning or creating or doing busy work, or just doing stuff that has to get done, it's hard to get that stuff done on a couch. In my apartment complex, there is a business center. And I remember when I toured it and they showed me the business center, I was like, I will never use this. Girl, I've been down there every single day this week. I am the business center's number one person. There's no one in there because a lot of people like no one's here in the middle of the day. It's literally just me and like the workers. Like I have like a whole apartment complex essentially to myself in the middle of the day. So it's literally just me in the business center. No one is ever there. So I get like this whole nice ass business center to myself. And it's so nice. They have like booths in there and like glass, glass walled conference rooms. And it's like so nice. So I'll, you know, bring like a mug of coffee with me because I'm like in my apartment complex. I don't have to put it into go cup. Bitch, I'm taking it in a mug. I bring it in a mug down to my business center and I just post up shop there and I spend my whole day there. And when I have to go to the bathroom, I just come up to my apartment and when I'm hungry, I get food and I'll watch an episode of Vanderpump Rules while I eat. And then I'll just go back downstairs and finish typing and working. It's the best. I love the business center and I can't believe I'm saying that, but like I never thought that I'd go to the business center and like actually use the amenities in my complex, but I am. And I love them. So by avoiding the couch, I just find that my days, I get so much more done when I go downstairs to a business center. And my work has meaning. It has 100% of my attention. I feel very locked in, very productive. 
and I just get a lot more done. And I know that I wouldn't be able to get as much done if I were to do that on the couch. (laughs) It sounds so crazy, but it's true. Just like avoiding the couch, avoiding your bedroom and designating a place for you to do work, designating a place for you to sleep and designating a place for you to lounge is so important, especially for those that work at home. Even if you don't have like a business center, but you have a kitchen island, dedicate your kitchen island to be your place to work. Um, If you have a little small desk that you can put into your apartment, just put a little small desk in. Something to dedicate designated areas to, I think is really, really important and just kind of helps me get out of a funky mentality. But guys, those are all of my tips when it comes to being in a funk and how I kind of overcome it. But honestly, the big thing is to not stress about it. Life has ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and that's always going to happen. When funks come up, you can't just be like, oh, there goes the rest of my life. Like, absolutely not. It's going to come and go. And sometimes it's it's coming for a reason. And even if the reason seems unclear in the moment, maybe in a couple of years, months, give it time, it'll eventually make some sense to us. But it's nothing to stress over. It's totally temporary and it's going to be okay. And just know that it's totally normal and totally human. And if you communicate this with people, everyone's going to understand it because at the end of the day, we are all humans and we're in this together. So you're not alone if you're feeling kind of funky. I'm right there with you. Um, But just know that it's temporary. This will not last forever and you'll overcome it. But in the meantime, it's okay. All right, guys, that is all from me. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Um, I will talk to you guys next Monday and I'm so excited to chat then. All right, guys, have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, guys.